five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. Oh my god. The G-forces. They're too high. We're breaking through the atmosphere! Is that that a problem? I don't know. know. There's already a hole in the ozone layer, so I think it actually wasn't that difficult. Every time we launch a rocket, we punch another hole in the ozone. That's why we gotta we gotta stop. We just need to send like a bunch of people out there and just like that's it, you know. They're out there. You're now. Like, like this is the last rocket. We're gonna make it really big. Do you think we should send like nice people into space, like primarily? Because um, you know, like I'm nice, but I I know what I've done. So. Whoa! Wait a minute. We're live. Oh, hey, we are live. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I'm your host, Trevor. I am your other host, Lily. Um, and uh, we're glad you could make it this week for our big double-digit uh, 2-0 celebration that we're having today. I have some cake here on my end. Um. Lily, yours, I it should be going through UPS, so it'll be there in like two to three days. Um, okay, I'm really, I can't wait. Uh, it, I it, love cake that's like old and and rotten. It is ice cream cake. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. So it might the box might be a little soggy, um, but they said they could still they could still ship it. So that's yeah. okay because I would eat or drink just about anything to celebrate our twentieth episode. Yeah. Does it feel to you like we've done this for 20 weeks? 20 weeks. Yeah. Because so much has changed. Yeah. In 20, in 20 weeks. Has it? I don't know. What? I, not really. For me. Yeah. I got, you know what has changed recently is I, I got a job. Or rather, I got my old job back. No way. Wait, was yeah. it, is this the, the pizza place you worked at? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a place called Abraham Lincoln's Emancipizza Palace. Uh, very very good place to work. I work the fry section. Um, Whoa! I haven't had my first shift this summer yet, but it should be sometime next week. Uh, I'm primarily in charge of wings. Uh, I I cook the wings. I sauce the wings. Uh, I ensure that the wings are packaged correctly. Uh, and that they get into the mouths of hungry, paying customers. So, I'm very that excited. That is so honorable of you. Mm-hmm. What a good thing. What a good thing to do. Like you said in the intro to this podcast, you've done some bad things, but I really think that makes up for most of it. Probably, I would send you to space because they're going to need a fry cook up there. They will. Yeah. At some point, um, it's going to yeah, come once... up, and you don't want to be in space without the ability to make wings because that's a tough thing to learn. It is in zero g. Yeah. Um, it's like that movie, I haven't seen it, where they sent oil drillers into space. They trained the oil drillers to be astronauts instead of training the astronauts to, to drill oil. Okay. I don't think it was oil. Is, they were blowing it. It's called... The, it's, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> you you <laughs> watched this movie or you, or you didn't see this movie? I saw a clip on TikTok of Ben Affleck who was in it. Okay. Doing that, a, yeah, that counts. Yeah. He was doing a commentary. And then it's it it also has a fuck. The older people that listen to this podcast are going to be really mad at this part that I don't 
Is it called Armageddon? This might be Armageddon. It's got Bruce Willis. That's his name. Yeah, either Armageddon or Deep Impact. One of those. Could go either way. But Ben Affleck was like, I asked the director. Don't remember who that was either. Mm-hmm. On his commentary, it's like, I asked the director, why would they train these drillers to be astronauts and not just train astronauts to drill? And the director told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> ben Affleck was really mad the whole time. <laughs> it was just a compilation of him like hating the movie during his commentary of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was pretty. It's a good clip. You should go check that out on TikTok. If, oh, I will. It's well. Is it? I guess that means it's harder to to astronaut or to. It's harder to drill than to astronaut. There's a shot of Bruce Willis being like examining the drill that fucking NASA made and he's like you don't know anything about drilling this couldn't this couldn't puncture the softest soil in your grandma's backyard and they like they landed shit on like Mars already they're yeah, pretty what? good at like dirt and stuff yeah I don't I mean I guess cause they're cause the drill it's kind of two opposites cause the, the space people are trying to go up the drillers are going down you know right. So it's really like two, two complete opposites colliding um, to save yeah. the the human race and the Earth. So God bless them. Do you Sorry, think I that railed from? Oh no, go ahead. I was going to ask if you think there should be another mass extinction. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't believe so. No, do you think there should be one? I don't think it's a matter of whether there should be one. I think uh, we're in the midst of one now due to our, our human uh, interaction with the environment. Uh, and, you know, I'm just excited for, like, you know, a couple million years in the future when our biodiversity is back and we have all the, like, new interesting creatures, you know? Right. You're that excited happening. for that? I am excited for that, yeah. But it will be all gone. Well, I, I, I mean... We don't know. I could still be here. Maybe. Do you have that? Are you one of those people who's like, there's a good, there's a, not a, I, I assume you don't think it's a good chance, but you're like, there's a chance I'll be alive in a thousand years. Because of like technology advancing? Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think I will be, probably. Like, I imagine I'll get like, uh, with my luck, they'll like install like new tech in me, like a new a new heart, a robo heart that will last forever. Uh, right. And then like I'll walk out of the clinic and then hit get hit by a semi truck. Like that's the sort of thing that seems likely to me, you know? Yeah, because you. I mean, that's it's kind of like Final Destination rules. You can't toy with death like that. You mm-hmm. were meant to die of a heart attack before they put that robo heart in, and now yeah. it's. You know, something's got to take you out. Exactly. But, you know, at Final Destination 3, when they're driving behind that big truck full of logs and one log falls out and fully knocks someone's head off? I've, I've seen the clip, yeah. I was driving behind a log truck yesterday, and of course I moved to the other lane because no fucking chance. Yeah. How much do you think Final Destination 3 changed traffic? <laughs> How much did it change traffic? I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't see many log trucks out on the streets, uh, on the highways, but I probably a little. I mean, hopefully, it made people more careful than they were before. I don't know, because I feel like it would like wherever there's a log truck, there's mm-hmm. gonna be a big gap 
with no cars behind it. Yeah. And, like, I, that must, like, increase traffic some. There's, like, phantom cars because they take up the space of cars because no one's willing to go in there. So we can just imagine yeah. log trucks are way longer than they are. And, yeah. like, that's got to do something. Having a little bit, I don't know, 1% more, like, long semi-trucks on the road. Uh, maybe someone's died from, like, they didn't get to the hospital fast enough. They were given birth, and they there was a log truck, and they weren't willing to go behind it. And, then and, and so they, they died. died in childbirth in the car. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. From, not, from not being in the hospital that's tragic and i think the people making final i almost said final fantasy 3 the people (laughs) making final fantasy 3 should have thought of that before they put that out into the world they should have um and now we can't enjoy i used to i used to drive close behind the logging trucks because i was interested in like paper production things like that i would try to read what company it was from so I could do research later but now I, I just avoid it at all costs and I haven't used paper in years so right I like before I saw Saw 2 I would spend just hours of my childhood swimming in pools of used needles mm-hmm. and now yeah. I'm like terrified of that because someone died <laughs> doing that and I didn't know you could die from that yeah um, before I saw uh, back to the Future, I used to go back in time and have crazy sex with my ancestors. Um, <laughs> and now now I, I can't do that anymore. So, Right, because you didn't realize you're so hot that it was it would make you be unborn. It, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, sorry. Sorry, Grandpa. Um, you, it, you went I, and, and I, dated your Grandpa? I hate that I... I was well. I was implying that I had sex with my grandmother, but I'm gonna I'm gonna uh. roll that I'm gonna roll that one back. I think <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go great 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 grandmother because that's only like point five percent of my genome. I would imagine. Right. So that's, that's cool. what I was gonna say. You should have yeah. gone further back. Yeah. <laughs> so are are your grandparents alive still? Because you had a super easy opportunity to pick someone like with no connection to them. Yeah, my grandfather is alive, so. Right. Does he does he listen to this pod? To be clear, I was implying that I had sex with my younger. She was my younger grandmother, not her now. Yeah, you and go I'm, back in time on my dad's be... side, who I never knew. You're so oh, so you're meeting them for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, wow, she's hot. I don't know how, how I convinced her because she was she lived in like a very conservative southern town in the fifties. So, but it, it worked right. out. So. Well, I mean, look at you. And Sorry. If someone came from the future right now mm-hmm. and tried to have sex with me, mm-hmm. you think I'm gonna stop and think of their my future <laughs> child? Exactly. Exactly. That's. Yeah. You don't. You don't consider. You're just like, hi. Hi. I'm from the future. Look at my cool clothes. Here are, right. the lo- here are the lotto numbers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have sex with me. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. So, Should we be considering that when anyone tries to have sex with us? Should we be like, hey, you're not f- my kid from the future, right? I think we need to cover those bases. Yeah. Because it's, it's framed as a little bit of a moral failing on Marty's mom's part. But why would she consider that? I don't think it's... <laughs> is it is it a moral failing of Marty's mom? Because she's just like a teenager who's you know trying to have fun. Marty 
Marty knows this is his mother, and he's like, for a second, he really thinks about it. You right. Know? No, he's the primary villain. Maybe I'm just I'm really puritanical. Do you think? Do you think that <laughs> Marty's mom should have that she should have pushed harder for it? What? Do, do I think that that? Yeah. Like, I think she w- it would have been okay if she pushed harder. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't know. And Marty's hot, you know, Marty's hot as hell. I'd, oh, yeah. I'd have sex with him. Oh, my, my my mom was attracted to Michael J. Fox back in the 80s. She's told me this. Yeah. So, strange that I'm saying it here, but, you know, it's an attractive person. You yeah. ever see the show Family Ties? Uh, only in the fact that he would it tried to stop him from filming back to the future right that's the one where he was like oh i had i never slept he's very <laughs> sleepy um what am i thinking do you think that if marty had gone through with it that he had because that was the plan in the movie right he was gonna like sexually assault his mother and then his dad was gonna come and like save her yeah if, if he had, that was if, that was the big game plan but he wouldn't have like it wouldn't have been like marty's mom was into it like she would have you know she was consenting. So if he had like, if he had gone through with it, had sex with his mom, and then disappeared, and like, what could and let's say hypothetically, Marty's mom. This is before birth control, of course, had yeah. gotten pregnant from that interaction. Leaving aside the genetic issues, would the baby disappear as well, or would it would it stay? It's a good question, but I'm a, I'm confused on the premise. Is this? Like when they're in the bedroom and they're they're about to have consensual sex and Marty's like, well, "Hang on, let me let me consider that this is my mom." Let's say they have sex multiple times in the film, right? Robert Zemeckis is okay. like, "We're going this direction. Um, we really want this to happen. This is going to be R-rated, very edgy, um, limited release. Yeah. You know, only like film festivals, whatever." Um, and the, this is what they. They they've had sexual relations, Marty and his mom, multiple times. She's de- she's right. pregnant, right? Uh, you know, only he's only there for what a week, so she's she's probably not going to find out for a couple more weeks. Uh, yeah, and and his dad is fully out of the picture. He's now, gone. Right? He's still a peeping tom. He doesn't he doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, is the baby disappearing too? That's what I need to know. It must, because Marty never existed. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's because I don't get, like. It's poorly thought out time travel mechanics for sure. Because if Marty never exists, he wouldn't have gone back. Mm -hmm. It creates a kind of grandfather paradox of itself. Like, Marty cannot disappear. Because if the idea is he was never born, he never would have gone and made it so that he was never born. So it just can't function. So, like, I I guess the baby would have to disappear. But then also, like, his parents would get together. The whole It would happen all over Mm -hmm. again. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think what that baby would look like, assuming it didn't disappear. Well, I think that one, because that, we don't want it to happen, but that just genetically can I'm going to look up sure. what does a baby look like. <laughs> you know what? I'm, sure. uh, I'm going to stop this thread right here. We're going to... We're gonna move on. I don't know why. I'm sure you'd find an answer to it, but there's some questions exactly you don't, you don't want or need answers uh, to. Yeah. Hey, why don't we review some water? 
Oh yeah. Do you have a? That's a Trevor. That's a great. I have idea. some here, but I've I think I've done it like the past two weeks or something. Or no, we were together two weeks ago. But uh, do you have any? Do you have any with you you'd like to to review? Yeah, I can drink some water for us. I got this water. It's in a Pure Life bottle that I don't remember where I received. Found this under my bed a while ago, and I was like, better fill that puppy up. Mm-hmm. Toss it in the fridge. I've taken to, I have a couple, like, plastic water bottles that I refill over and over, and I like to leave, like, one or two in the fridge so I can drink nice cold water whenever I want, and then you just swap them out. Um, so this is an old Pure Life bottle filled with tap water that I'm going to drink. That's pretty dang good. It's cold because it was in the fridge. Mm. It's got a refreshing crispness mm. to it. A, a family of dust mites made their home in there while it was under the bed. And they kind of, this is like a resort for them. They've been swimming in this pool. They built a little hotel in there. Oh, that sounds nice. Room service and everything. Wow. When you go, when the dust mites go away for a little while to go on like a day trip, when they come back, are there mints on their pillows? Oh, yeah. And then I can shake it, and the mints fall off into the water, so it gives it a nice minty freshness. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh, which is really fun. And when I get to the bottom of this, those mites will die. Their, their whole resort and everything they've ever known will be consumed by me. Maybe they'll live. They could probably live in my stomach. For a time. Yeah. For- so that's this water. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? I would give that... Uh, perfect five out of five. The resort sounds very nice, and you've only it's only really positives what I'm hearing from your end. So, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Uh, I'm this is a five out of five thirsty point. Pretty rare that we hand those out. Yeah. Um, but you earned it, little little mite buddies. Little mite buddies. Um, good for them. Can I? Yes. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Trevor? Please do. I saw a, a meme on Instagram. Uh, Instagram memes that are recommended to me. I don't follow like meme accounts or anything, but you scroll past all the accounts you know. Yeah. And then it just starts showing you the most random bullshit you've ever seen in your life. Um, I saw something that put me over the edge, and I really need to talk to you about it. Okay. I saw this picture of a, of a man called Germa. <laughs> I know of Germa, yeah. <laughs> I know you know of Germa, and I don't know anyone else who knows of Germa, so I need your input on this. It was like, I'm, I paraphrased in my notes here, like, uh, this face has been haunting my dreams. Every night it's pasted onto a different horrific body, and every night it kills me. And there's just like a picture of Germa doing a stream. And like, what's the, why? Because I've seen so many of like that meme. Exactly. What, what was the, what's the picture? Um, it's just like a picture, like zoomed in on the bottom corner of his stream setup i'm assuming like his face cam mm-hmm. i'm just him looking he's looking a little bit intently i don't i didn't save the meme i should have he's looking a little intently at like probably a video game or whatever he does geo guesser i don't know <laughs> so but like why do all of his fans always act like he's a photos of him are terrifying um because uh, they are you find Germa frightening? What is a Germa? Oh, Lord. Um, well, uh, this is all. Here's my mic. Here it is. 
this is <laughs> just this is all like hypothetical, of course, because um, because mm. you don't really enjoy it. Well, be- I mean, because germ. I mean, germ isn't like real. So oh, this is another layer. I wasn't germ is a fictional creation. Yeah, no, he's he's not real. He's he was he's a fabrication essentially. Um, be fucking scary if he was. But yeah, no those those faces. Um, I mean they're they're frightening. Um, they're they're scary. Uh, and honestly, I'm I'm a little uh, I'm I'm a little scared just talking about it because you know the thought the thought that he might be out there listening, even though he is fictional, sort of a boogeyman Santa Claus character. Um, right, but well. Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Is he also kind of like a like a nice kind of ghost? Santa. Does he give gifts or Germa? Oh, boogeyman. Boogeyman. I get like this figure. Like you tell you tell tales of Germa to your children to get them to go to bed on time. Otherwise, Germa's gonna come out of the closet and kill him. But like, does he also like do anything nice? Uh, it depends. Oh, it depends. Trevor's playing with matches. I am. I gotta put these down. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, is it, what was the question? Uh, I... So, okay, so you're afraid of Germa as a kind of, like, like you read about Slenderman, uh-huh. and you become afraid of Slenderman, so you're, you're afraid of Germa in that sense. How did they... What, is, what does it do? Is this, like, an AI? Does it make videos or anything? Yeah, well, it, it, I mean, it's it streams, um, but it is it is like an AI program um, intended to scare children and and to keep the masses entertained. Hmm. Okay, this is a an interesting development. Mm-hmm. I didn't. So all these, wait, how did where'd they get that face? Is that a real person's face or is it like a you know those artist? Uh, well, you know those like AI. There can be like there's like a website for like fake people, like the generation of, of fake faces. Right, like this face does not exist. Dot mm-hmm. com. Yeah, that's actually Germa was an AI creation's uh, perfect uh, creation of a face that is uh, both terrifying and uh welcoming it's the perfect mix Ah, of both interesting okay well this clears things up for me because i thought it was just like a normal guy who does a Mm, stream mm -mm. and all of his fans were like what the fuck is that what is that piece of shit in the corner oh my god turn it off i'm gonna be sick i'm gonna i'm never gonna sleep again well they i mean Uh, they are like that but it's you know we all know that's kind of the intent yeah exactly it's like a horror horror story yeah that would be a really actually somebody should do that of like a kind of like a stream that's like a acts like it's real but it's actually like horror fiction that'd be fun yeah someone's probably done that actually i know there's like lonely girl 15 or whatever like the first vlog that turned out to be like a secret scripted horror story it's kind of fun you do that live yeah um I don't actually know. I don't know all the details behind Lonely Girl Fifteen. Cause like people thought it was real, and then she was like an actor or something, right? Yeah, 
I think, I mean, I haven't watched any of it. I think it was, like, slowly revealed she was, like, part of a cult. Right. Um, and it kind of came out. Sounds cool. Sounds like, I'm not going to watch it. Sounds like it's fun. Hope people enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't watch it either. It came out in, like, what, 2005, 2006? Yeah. I think so. It's old. Old. We know everything pre-2010 is bad. Exactly. The world didn't really start until like 20, 2011, 2012. So, yeah. That's when things really kicked off, in my opinion. <laughs> it's really it's ironic that you say that. You, you haven't watched a piece of media that came out after 1997 in, in years since you were but a child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, you know, I like to. I like because all the boring history, the stuff that happened like before 2012, I like to mm-hmm. learn about that to get context about the interesting world that we live in today. Um, but really, like you know, everything, everything before then is just, bleh, you know, right. That includes like yeah. the Greeks. Um, oh yeah, the pyramids, mm-hmm. Ro- fucking shit. Roman Empire, Ottoman Empire. Um, yeah. The moon. What? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, all that. Monkeys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Not good. Um, if if we were to do a th- glass of water creepy pasta <laughs> story, okay, what would that look like? Glass, uh, glass of water creepy pasta. We'd have to create like a monster, right? Don't don't a lot of creepy pastas have like monsters? It could, cause, or we could be the monsters. That's true. Uh, like maybe we go on the we go on the pod one day. We got to record the pod one day, mm-hmm. and like uh, you you're sitting there, and then like your eyes start bleeding or something. I don't yeah. know. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's like, that's a good, I like, because what about audio is scary? Mm-hmm. So I think if it's going to be like a podcast, we need to really lean, like, what about our podcast could be twisted into something brightening, says something about humanity. What if there's a, a bat and it's like flying around the studio and it keeps okay. like squawking do bats yeah bats squawk sure um and the audience uh yeah can hear that and they're like oh right. shit what if the bat has like rabies or something they could be in real danger you know and now we don't acknowledge the bat no we're like yeah. people play the audio and they're like what the fuck is that squawking sounds like a bad in there but we say absolutely nothing about that yeah um but of course when they go online to try and see what it is it's very clear that it's a bat um you know due to its like echolocation abilities you can kind of hear the radar (laughs) sound pinging off the microphones oh right yeah you can hear like you can hear the proximity of the bat basically you you use your own echolocation to kind of pinpoint the bat and then what's really frightening is if you if you do that well enough, the bat flies around as if there were a Ouija board on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. It'll like land on different letters, 
So if you map a Ouija board up there, you can kind of tell what it's saying. Yeah. And the bat can communicate with us and say, and say, uh, it'll spell out L E A F. And we'll be like, what does that mean? Yeah. Do we know about this or is this kind of like an ARG for the listeners? (laughs) <laughs> figure out what the bats say. Yeah, so no, like, they're going to have to find the security footage for where we are and then, like, kind of look. It's it's probably not going to be angled quite right, so they're going to have to sort of, you know, uh, fill in the blanks of where the letters are. Right. You extrapolate using the audio data yeah. from the echolocation, tell how far it is from the mic. You can got to triangulate its position on the on the Ouija board. Exactly. So they find leaf. What does that mean? Um, and it's more confusing because bats only come out at night when the leaves are right. all asleep. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's so, that's so it's true. It's a little spooky. Yeah. So could be like okay it says leaf you people realize they've been reading it as leaf but no one noticed that the whole episode audio was backwards (laughs) yeah everyone (laughs) so (laughs) everyone was too fixated on the bat to realize that it's (laughs) exactly yeah that was really good that was a great impression (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you, you they play the the episode backwards, and it is just like it's not like it was secret noises. No, it's, it's like a normal episode we recorded and accidentally uploaded backwards, yeah. and nobody fucking cares. That happens, yeah. But you read the bat backwards. He's actually saying feel, but spelling it wrong because it's a bat and he doesn't know yeah. how to spell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we learned that the bat actually was just looking for love. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. He needs some uh, a partner of some kind. Do bats mate for life? What what difference does it make? <laughs> well, this is very important. We gotta hook up our bat friend. Well, I just think like their lives are so short and meaningless, hey! anyways. Hey, in the, in the eyes of God, what what does he fucking care? whether or not the bats have one partner for life or a million. Like, it's all going to end the same way, no matter who they mate with. A few species are even monogamous, and the entire family will roost in a group once the child's children are born. Uh, I bet a bat died while you were saying that. I mean, probably. Hang on. Just think about how fucked up that is. I'm looking at the live bat population. Oh my god. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm seeing they it. They know. Uh, how many bats live in the world? 1,400, holy shit, 1,400 species of bat. Whoa, surely some of those, there's like only one. That's crazy. <laughs> there's only one. <laughs> is it like, there's no way there's like... 200 billion bats. Right, the bat, the one, the, the species of bat uh, called the mono bat, it's, it's born pregnant <laughs> like Godzilla, and then it'll right. give birth eventually in its life and then die. 
afterwards. It, the baby can't be born until it dies, and it has to crawl out of the corpse. Right, and and then it becomes the only one mm-hmm. until until the cycle is renewed. Exactly. Um, That'd be so fucked up. That would be really fucked up. Uh, I don't think biology uh, works like that. Okay, now this one is saying there are more than 1,300 species, so now I, I don't know what to believe. But um, Well, I mean, so the, the count is off by 100. Could be since you last Googled it a couple <laughs> that's seconds true. ago. That's true. 100 bats died, and they were all of different species. <laughs> that's right. Um I'm not I'm not finding a live bat population here. Um Okay, hmm. well the Look. Christmas Island Pipistrelle has a population of zero. Oh, well we can take that one off the list probably. Yeah. <laughs> take that one that one's done. Okay, this is this is a list of all the bats. Holy shit, some of these have Woo Okay. So, going up in population, the Jamaican greater funnel-eared bat has a population of 50. Uh, The Cuban greater funnel-eared bat has a population of 100. Skipping down the list a little bit here. Um, The straw-colored fruit bat has a population of 1.14 billion. What the the fuck? It seems like a lot. That's a lot of bats. One point. You don't want to meet one point fourteen million bats. I thought it was. Oh, did you say million or billion? Billion. That's which is even oh, worse. That's even. Yeah. The last thing I want to meet is one point fourteen billion bats. It's at the bottom of my list of anything I want to see. Actually, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I take it back. If they filled the Grand Canyon with bats. That'd be so cool. I'm gonna make a movie. If they filled, okay. if they, I'm just processing what you just said. If they filled the Grand Canyon with bats, like they, sh- like they, like they shipped in a bunch of bats from all over the world in like big trucks, and then they yeah. just, how would they keep? Are we gonna put like a giant net over the Grand Canyon so the bats can't escape? Yeah, I'm imagining like a swimming pool of bats, but it's like Grand Canyon size. I don't think we have enough bats for that. I think they would have some some room to maneuver in there. You think? We're talking like not a lot. You're right, but like bats are really tiny. And, like even how many bats total are there? There's a billion of one species. Maybe there are like twenty billion bats that I don't know about. Well, there are like okay, this one has this one species has a lot, but then all the rest of them have like not all the rest of them, but a lot of them have like something like two hundred million, and there are like right. at least twenty of those. Oh my god, there are, there are like that, a lot It adds up Yeah A lot more bats than I thought there were I, I mean, wow I figured It's terrifying It is um, I'm gonna make a movie mm. Called Bats And what it's gonna be is Someone's gonna go to a small town And then all the bats are gonna like Team up and start attacking All the people Oh no Loosely based on a film called Birds. Yeah, I was gonna say it reminds me of that film. But if bats are a scarier animal than a bird. Oh, one hundred percent. Hitchcock really fucked up with <laughs> he that. Really one. Ma- he should have. He should have made bats. <laughs> that would have yeah. been the better film. Um, if he truly wanted to frighten me, 
Should have should have thought of that before you made that whole movie about useless birds that couldn't even hurt Fucking me if they tried. Dumb, stupid birds. Um, yeah. I don't. Re- I'm not. I didn't. That it was a good movie, but I was like confused. Mm. Like I didn't understand what the birds' intentions were. You know. I I like I assume right. it's like it's a story about like I don't know nature and like the power of nature. I guess yeah. I don't know. They love a good vague theme about just like nature. Yeah. They're like, yeah, it's it's about humans uh, and nature. And that's like, that's your whole thing. You know what would have been really scary? Is if all the What's birds that? in that movie had, like, sort of, like, Power Rangers, like, come together and formed, like, one giant bird. That would have been terrifying, Alfred Hitchcock. That would be terrifying. And now it's saying things about, like, community. Yeah. The, pow- the power of collective action. Yeah. Yeah. Now Hitchcock's got something to say with his flick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking stupid Hitchcock. Um, what uh, what else did he do? Rear window. What? What? I mean, what? The guy sees like a murder from his rear window. Uh, it would have been scarier if he saw it head on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like in a rear window, it's got to be so tiny, and like you just drive away. Yeah. I haven't seen this movie, but I imagine what I would do is just like, well, I'm already headed in a direction. Even just inertia would make this not a problem for me. What? As in, like, if if Jimmy Stewart's character... That's his name, right? Jimmy Stewart, dude who was in It's a Wonderful Life. Just make sure I gotta confirm uh, this. Yep. So you're saying if Jimmy Stewart had just taken more action at first... Pearl problem could have been avoided. Well, just like what I don't know. I haven't seen this flick. Yeah. I don't know the plot. But he sees a murder in his rear window. Uh-huh. He can do absolutely nothing, and it's no problem because he'll just keep coasting along for a little bit, anyways, and be further from the murder. Or if he decides to act, he can step on the gas and get further and further away in seconds. Now, so why even worry about it? So you think so? Point of confusion, Jimmy Stewart is not in a car in this film. He's in his apartment in, I think, New York City. Uh, oh, my God. And his leg is... Where's his rear window? At the at at the back of... At the opposite side of the door to his apartment. So he sees his, his door open? It opens and closes at various points throughout the film. <laughs> but when the murder occurs... Is it outside his house or is it inside his house? It's outside. He's looking at into another apartment, from what I remember. Uh, and he sees, I don't know, something suspicious. I don't remember exactly. But my point is, it would, the movie would have been more interesting if it was, like, the room next to mine, you know? Something like Something slightly closer. Right. Or, like, right, right. Out, right outside my peephole, you know? Yeah. If it was, like... The, the murder at the foot of my bed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, horrifying. It's a, way worse. Uh, what's another good horror film? Psycho. Yeah. Psycho. What about, I don't know. Uh, Psycho with a gun. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Psycho with a gun. No guns in that film, only knives. Exactly. Psy- It'd be way scarier if he was, one, a psycho, and two, had access to firearms. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll one-up you on that one even. Psycho with a shotgun. Oh, man. Yeah, the specificity does make it more frightening. Exactly. Um, what's another horror film? 
the Babadook, but the title is the Babadook, but his license is expired. <laughs> okay. He can't drive legally, but he does drive anyways. That's what's so scary about it. <laughs> right, yeah. It shows his disregard for, like, society. Yeah, and, like, the bureaucracy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's a frightening anarchist, the Babadook. Um, what about Hereditary? Okay. But... I could do this for the rest of the podcast. Uh, me too. This is a fun game. Her- okay, it's Hereditary. Um, instead of Hereditary, it's called Genetic Evidence Inconclusive. That's even... <laughs> there's a bit of mystery there, you know, an added layer. <laughs> right. Um, it's like the daughter still gets her head chopped off, but then they're like, wait, we... Did you guys ever get a paternity test? Yeah. We're not sure this is yours. Yeah. Um, and then the the demon inside of her gets really angry. Super mad. It goes to try to find its biological parent. Yeah, and that's kind of the story. Um, <laughs> it becomes sort of like a, an adoption coming of age story. But the, it's also like a demon. It's, yeah, it's what a, like the, kid, the king of the seventh layer of hell or whatever it was. Um, yeah. I haven't seen Hereditary. I'm too scared. It's a scary film. I've heard it's good horrible, thing. horrible things um, about how scary it is. I've heard good things about like its quality. Yeah, it's a good movie. Do you, do you like scary movies? I I enjoy a scary movie. I tried to watch a lot uh, last October. Mm. Tried to do one a day, and then I stopped sleeping for too long. That's <laughs> got too afraid. That's not good. And I had to pause that kind of marathon but it was enjoyable and now I'll, I'll do a scary movie like once a month okay um the shining i don't know if okay sure the shining it's the shining what well, okay instead of the shining it's okay. emergency flashlight right in your eye there's <laughs> a movie titled that <laughs> everyone comes out of the theater like like look like feeling they have their arms out in front of them they can't really it's like hard to process what the what the movie theater looks like especially for those who haven't right. been there very very much so the, is the whole movie just a really it's a really flash, bright like right right in the viewers yeah eye. that's right yeah um I, lo- I also like the idea that horror movie titles should just be like what's the most upsetting part of this we'll describe it in literal terms yeah uh Cujo instead of Cujo it's like really really angry dog or it's like <laughs> you t- yeah. you took it's called you took a steak away from a from a really hungry dog that's what it's called right <laughs> it's you also it's you it's, it's like in the, the second person the viewer did yeah. this um like if Hitchcock had any fucking brains, he would have named it like "You're attacked by some really scary birds." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The crows are really mad at you. Yeah, your husband died, and now the representation of your grief is trying to eat your son. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're a disgraced puppeteer and a really spooky puppet you made. That's actually a representation of your uh, the the abuse your uncle has done to you as a child is chasing you around town. Yeah, that's a good one. I would watch that. That's the it's a good flick. You should ch- just Google that. 
and that they they just changed the title. <laughs> They're changing to that. Yeah. What about uh, uh, the it's the scariest day of the year, and someone's chasing you and trying to kill you. That's no that yeah that one's like because yeah that would be scary. Yeah. You're at a dinosaur park and they got out. Uh. There's a fucking shark trying to eat you. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. I closed my eyes and then the sound of that scratching kind of sounds like whispering in the microphone. Yeah. I thought a ghost was trying to talk to me. Now that would be scary. Trevor, Trevor, no, what's, Trevor, oh my gosh, what's going on? Trevor, Trevor, how can I help? I think it's in civilization due to all the knowledge in my brain. No, we gotta get, we gotta get someone out of there. Stat, luckily we have a question this week from Sharik. Thank you, Sharik. Sharik left a question uh, using the Q&A feature on Spotify, which you should all do. Sharik gets a gold star from all that in Glass of Water podcast. Yeah. This is, Shark says, 15% are here. That is a reference to a previous episode where 15% of the people are men. Oh, yes. Uh, so Shark is a man. Let's, Shark says, uh, th- hmm. These are my people, the 15%. Yeah, so you should really relate to this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's say, hypothetically, I wanted to order a slice of pie for my nemesis from your run-of-the-mill pizza chain store. Okay. Uh, what's the worst, most heinous pizza I could order? <laughs> oh, now this is this is a good question. Um, yeah. For your worst, for your worst nemesis. Okay. Well, I guess it really depends on what their taste buds are like, right? A lot of people don't yeah, like. It's really yeah. subjective. Hawaiian pizza. Uh, a lot of people don't like that. What is that? Pineapple and ham. I love. I, I don't love the ham. I do love pineapple on pizza. My go-to order is just pineapple pizza. Really? Yeah. That's your that's your go-to. Uh, it's that or pineapple and sausage, which I know is upsetting to some. For some people, that might be the one to do. That's true. But I love that shit. I was thinking like push pins. <laughs> because I don't imagine you could ask the the pie operator. You work at a pizza place. If someone asked you to yeah. put push pins on a pizza, would you do it? Depends. Um, are they paying me? Let's say they they offer you two hundred dollars. Oh, I'm putting those push pins in those pe- in that pizza. You would put push pins. No bullshit in here. Would you really? They hand you a pile of push pins. They it's in, they're in a container. They hand you a plastic uh-huh. tin of push pins, and they say, "I ordered a pizza. Before you bring it out to me, sprinkle these on there." Would you do that for two hundred dollars? Let me just let me just do a quick calculation here. My my wage <laughs> okay. against two hundred dollars. Um, right. Yeah, that would take me twenty two hours to earn. So I'm taking that two hundred and putting those pushpins oh in that pizza. Um, I guess. Well, right. I could. And you could just quit after. Yeah. Find another job in the twenty two hours it would have taken you to earn that anyways. Exactly. Um, Would you not worry about like the police? A little bit, but if you know if this is someone's nemesis, they must have done something wrong. So I figured, you know, vigilante uh, exceptions. 
That's fair. Like, Spider-Man would do that, no doubt. <laughs> oh, he, yeah. Because Spider-Man's famously a pizza delivery guy. That's true. If he says one, like, this one's going to Kingpin, he'd be like, oh, boy, let me get some really sharp rocks from the park and <laughs> sprinkle those on there and exactly. then deliver the pizza. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, I think, I think I'd be fine. Yeah. I'm putting those questions. But could... Mm-hmm. No, after you. I don't even remember what I was going to say. Because I think you could do worse than push pins, though. My thought was, like, radium. <laughs> like, make it hidden. Because right. your nemesis would notice push pins on their pizza. That's true. But if you sprinkle, like, uranium-235 on there. <laughs> That's true, yeah. You would probably take some damage yourself in the process. But you would live longer than the person who ate the pizza. Yeah. Um, we should open a pizza restaurant specifically for uh for giving it to uh people's nemesis nemeses mm. uh and just uh you know it's just gonna be at chernobyl and we're gonna cook the pie in chernobyl sell it uh right outside the danger zone right we'll have protective equipment but we'll make sure to rub all the ingredients on the uh right where the reactor was yeah, we cook it just from the heat of the elephant's mm-hmm. foot. It's like it's it's pure baked in radiation. Because you could do that, right? Like Probably. You wouldn't even need external heat. I think you could cook a... This is an interesting science question. Could you cook a pizza just by blasting it with radioactivity? That's... Okay. Because, like, they have to have these giant, like, coolant things at um, nuclear power plants, right? Just fucking bake a bunch of pizza. The the heat will go into the pies. Yeah, they're wasting so much. Yeah, energy. You could just have a conveyor belt of, of uncooked pies going up and down, instead of all this bullshit they're doing with water and stuff. Exactly. And uh, Chernobyl never would have happened because if it broke, you could just eat the pies. And I don't know how that would help. <laughs> Got started saying that before I figured out where it was going. Like, it would, like it would help. But Chernobyl is melting down, and they're like, "We gotta eat these pies. We gotta, we gotta consume the radiation before it gets out." At least then the outcome is the same. Only like the people working there would have had a nice pie before they went. Yeah, they would have. They would have had a, a nice, a nice little meal. Um, that's maybe, actually. Hmm? I was going to say maybe boil a pot of coffee there too, you know, something, something yeah. to drink. That's, this is a recurring nightmare of mine, actually. Not someone putting radioactivity on my pizza, but I imagine in some way someone insidiously blasts me with horrifying radiation uh, and I die of radiation sickness. I have lots of dreams about someone strapping a reactor core to the back of a bus and then driving through my neighborhood. <laughs> Um, it's not is this an actual really, dream you've had oh yeah several times legitimately sorry for laughing I watched Chernobyl at, at too young an age like two years ago <laughs> the <laughs> HBO show it scarred me forever yeah hey boss I know I'm supposed to be on reactor duty but pizza's here uh well you know the pizza uh I haven't mean to talk to you about this. The the pizzas, it's kind yeah, of yeah, boss. become a bit of a distraction um, for your work here at, at uh, Three Mile Island. Um, but, boss, I can't work on an empty stomach. What do you want me to do? No, I know, but it's it's just that the uh, you keep 
like spreading the the pizza sauce too thin and it kind of spills over the side sometimes and gets into the into the uranium reactions um it's a new york pizza we're new yorkers boss what a we we're all about the pasta, the pizza sauce, and the reactor. No, I no, I I understand, but um, just try to keep your ingredients contained, um, because if not, the it could melt through the the core and and cause a bit of a meltdown. So, uh, you know, God. maybe try cooking something that's you know prepackaged, like a hot pocket. You could cook hot pockets. You know, but it's just these raw pizza pies are really affecting the uh, the production of power. Yeah, boss. Yeah, whatever. I'll t- okay. I'll I'll stop cooking the pizzas. <clears throat> you stupid piece of shit. <clears throat> I'm uh, what was, uh, sorry. I got say- a cough, boss. Oh well, that's hey, that's okay. Before you know, this is my last pie. I promise. Why don't you take a slice of my la- of my last pie? All right. Yeah, I'll have a I'll have a slice. Just one. <laughs> ah. What is this, a a fucking push pin? You really put a a push pin in my pizza? I went into the break room. I I covered it in push pins. And that's not all, boss. I took all the coolant out of the reactor. You what? I I emptied it, but I left the reactor on. That's, uh, is that why it's uh, 95 degrees in here? That's right, boss, but that's not from temperature. That's pure uranium. I took you see this card I'm carrying behind me? It's filled with with raw uranium, boss. What? That's yeah. that's to be behind several layers of protective uh metal and glass. Nope, I'm loading up a school bus. <laughs> Where are you uh you can't this is highly irregular and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to stop you. Too late, boss. I'm going cross country with my bus full of uranium. Good luck stopping the meltdown. Well, <laughs> at least I can enjoy this last slice of pizza pie. Ah, God, I, I forgot about the pins. <laughs> well, folks, that's going to be it for today's episode of the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. Uh,. Join join us next time for another discussion on a different flying mammal that will evolve within the next week. Um, That's right. Uh, if you are wondering how to protect yourself from that animal or anything else, or wondering about any other th- things you might be thinking about, go ahead and send us an email at allthatglassofwater at gmail.com. That's right. Or leave a question in the Q&A feature on your Spotify app if that's what you use to listen yeah um anyways thanks for joining us for 20 weeks everybody it's been fun so far uh i just i wish it could be 20 weeks forever we i mean we could keep calling them episode 20 if you want that's true uh so we'll see you next week for episode 20 yeah can't wait goodbye everybody (sighs) sleep tight Oh my god, you just angled the camera right down to your crotch. Oh jeez, don't look. <laughs> ah! What is that? It looks like you peed yourself. No. No. <laughs>